Next, on News for the Soul, Starry L Astrology with Anne. Anne is a full-time professional astrologer who uses both Western astrology and Vedic astrology. She has been practicing since 1993 and has a large international clientele. That said, she always welcomes new clients and engages with each individual on a deep personal level. Call in today for your free readings with Anne, 646-595-4274. That's 646-595-4274. Please welcome Anne back to News for the Soul. Anne. Are you there, Anne? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, perfect. I can indeed. Happy New Year. Great. You too. I hope you have a great one. Well, it was an interesting one. A lot of energy moving around these days. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to look a bit at the solstice chart for the for the new year. So. Ah. We'll get a glimpse. Awesome. Well, let's just let you know your first caller is ready to go, but did you want to kind of preface with anything here? Well, I do want to start with with talking about the new year because every year we get a new chart for the year. It doesn't start on January 1st. It starts with the December solstice. And this year we have a lovely trine between the sun. Trine is a good flow of energy. And it's between the sun and the moon, which is the, the male-female polarities. It's the leader and the people. And it is also with the sun and Jupiter and Mercury. So this gives, Jupiter is beneficence, beneficence, kindness, goodness. And it's also about justice. So we've got a lot of good energy going on there. We've also got a lot of complications. And the complications have to do with value systems. And we're going to see some some periodic jiggles in our stability. I think there is going to be some domestic um, unrest this year. And we're going to get a little bit of taste of it at the end of this month, um, starting about the 20th of January. So we're going to get a little taste of that then. It's not going to be overwhelming or big, but we'll see it. And unfortunately, these days, mass shootings don't even count as a big thing because they happen literally every single day. So it's something a little bigger than that. And we're also looking at the energy of Venus, which is opposite Uranus. And Uranus is about upheavals. So Venus is about money, and it's about our value system. And it's not in a strong position, and it's being challenged by the planet of sudden, unexpected change. So we're, we're looking at some instability in that. So there, there we go. So I'm just going to give that little bit because we've got somebody waiting, and we, we can talk more about this later if we, have a, if we have a chance. All right. We will revisit during lulls. Uh, let's go to 203. You're live with Anne. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, thank you. It's Pat from Connecticut. Can you hear me? Hi, Pat. Yes. Yep. Wonderful. Um, my birthday, do you want my birthday? Yes, yes. Seven twelve fifty three. Um okay. You want the time and location? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, 11.51 a.m. in 
New Haven, Connecticut. Okay, all the birthday data here. So let's look at your chart. Well, you have an interesting chart because a lot of the planets are above the horizon, which means that they were visible in the sky at the time you were born. And this makes you a person, uh, one way to say it is what you see is what you get. You're not, you don't keep secrets. People know you. You do have private parts to you, but what is, when people see you, they know you. And we've got a very sweet rising sign of Libra, which is sweet for other people. For you, it makes it a little hard to make decisions. Yeah. So that's, um, and your Venus, which was the ruler of Libra, is in the sign of Mercury, which even compounds the decision-making. There are so many options, it's hard to narrow them down. Um, right. This is the kind of pattern where, like if you go to a restaurant, the best way to decide what you want to eat is close your eyes and point. <laughs> mm, <okay. laughs> Otherwise, it could, it could take you quite a while. Yeah. You have a lot of energy, but it is restless and it's inside of you, and you have a hard time getting it out of you. This right. is because we've got your sun and Mars, the planet of action, and Uranus tightly together. And Uranus-Mars may make you liable to weird accidents in your life, like falling off a ladder or turning a corner and bumping into somebody just... Is that true? Have you experienced a lot of odd accidents? No. Um, Good. I act, <laughs> I've actually been very fortunate with things like that. Um, but I've certainly experienced a, a lot of odd experiences in my life. Definitely. Bizarre okay. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting some benefit here because Mars is not in its favorite signs, and Mars is the action planet. So we're getting surprises, but they're yeah. not turning into physical action. And okay. so this is a chart I like. There's just a lot of energy here. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of um, intensity. Your moon yeah. is right next to Mercury, so your mind is is sharp, sharp, sharp. So what are you calling? You've got a question. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, well, I can ask something specific or tell you um, I, I feel what you're saying, that there's going to be a bumpy road, good things, bad things, up and down with, with everyone. I feel that for myself, too. I'm making major transformations in my life on every level, and I don't uh -huh. know if you can see that going to – positive aspects or if you want specific questions um okay let's look at your chart with the chart of the sky we'll compare the two together and one two view okay well as we start this conversation the ascendant is on the moon which tells me that there is a lot that is about the very a very public nature of your life that's on the fore of your forefront of your mind right now. We also see Mars in the sky in your fourth house. Are you by any chance looking at making a move into a new home? Oh, please, please, please. I um it's not affordable. I don't know when I can do it, but oh, I pray I will soon within the next, I don't know. You know, I say years because I'm not sure. I'm on 
you know, assisted living, so that makes it tough. But yeah. I do def- definitely want to leave where I am. Um, I'm really not happy, but I'm grateful for having it. But I really want to be in the country and near my granddaughter and son. And I'm well, just this lack- is less impossible than you may think. There's a lot of energy supporting this. And there is something called a yod, which is yeah. a very tight triangle. And generally, when we have a yod, it's 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 kind of like the shape of a knife blade, a you know, very tight triangle. And we okay. worry about the point. And the point of the yod here is that Mars in the house of your home, and Mars is the ruler of property, it's a ruler of homes, and it's in it just entered that part of your chart, which makes it look like this is a real possibility. Furthermore, okay. when we compare it to your chart, that tight triangle is with Venus and the moon at the base of the triangle. Now, what we do psychologically when we have this kind of a pattern going on is we feel, um, we feel the point. You feel the Mars. That's yeah. what's poking at you. Okay. And the way to reach that point is by stabilizing the base. So that's moon Venus. And that would be a good energy pattern to meet with, because of the signs they're in, intelligent and um, articulate women. So if you can develop relationships with intelligent, articulate, like a book club or something, that will help build the energy that takes it right to the point. And then when you get the base strong, the point can go where it needs to go. Interesting. I just uh, was invited, and I can't make it this Wednesday, to a luncheon. of Someone that I work for gave me tickets to a theater. They do dinners, and they've now included me in as their friend. I'm really um, honored, but that's exactly what you're talking about. That's ex- I've not had, exactly. have not had that in my life for a long time, and then all of a sudden, there it was. This is good. And and what we're also looking at is Venus opposite Jupiter in this chart, Jupiter. Venus in the sky opposite your Jupiter. And that's bringing good energy to you too. This is going to be the way to get to that home situation. You may, because Mars is only going to be two months in this fourth house, you may not actually make a move. But what's likely to happen is you will find the benefits of being where you are. Yeah. I have, an, I have a number of friends who have been, you know, making trips to where their children, uh, you know, adult children live with their children, grandchildren, um, right. and thinking, you know, I want to move back here, and they go and make a visit, and it's like, mm, the kids are all tied up with stuff, and they don't have time for me. Right. So I think you may find your circle right where you are. So let's okay. go to your other questions. What's my other question? Yeah. Oh, Wonderful. Okay, so I'm also I've been ministered to for since last November, so over a year. It's been very meaningful. Um, situational things got me into a depression, which got me to a real, real low. But I think it's silver lining, and that I just looked around and I said everything is an illusion, finalized yeah. illusion, not even hope. It's just that's the way it is. I have no faith like the poem goes, but um, I'm t- so I'm trying to figure out, okay, what do I do with that? And I just spoke to the minister today, and, you know, he's helping me start at the starting point. Do you see that that, 
I mean, he says, girl, you've got big things, you know, waiting for you. You're going to be such a testament with all you've lived through. Do you see that catching on with me inside my soul? I Well, first of all, you've got a very strong chart in the area of, um, of faith. Yeah. And one of the things I would say about a chart like yours is a crisis of faith is because your faith is strong to start with. Yeah. And what you're doing is, as you said, changing your idea of faith to, I believe that this and this and this will happen, to faith that it will all be okay and it is already all okay. Okay. That's a different kind of faith. My grandmother used to say, all things work together for good in God's name. So the things that don't feel good, even depression, lead us to a higher uh, spiritual um, confidence. On the other hand, there's a type of depression, which you may be subject to because your Mars is weak, that has to do with the inability to get anything done. Do you experience that? Yeah, but I'm assuming that's the depression that's doing that. Um, and yeah, I'm, stu- I'm looking at that all the time, trying to figure out how to work with that. Okay. Um, as, as an older lady myself, who's hit <laughs> a depression after Christmas, <laughs> I have discovered that beating myself for not being able to get anything done, which is, you know, many, many years project for me, doesn't right. do any good for me. But yeah. what I've just discovered is if I can do one little thing, write it yeah. down on my calendar. I took the trash out, write it down, you know. I folded yeah. the laundry, write it down. And you start feeling good about what you've accomplished. And it can okay. actually motivate you to do more. And okay. we aren't, at, at our age, being asked to go out and change the world. We are asked to be a living testament of what it means to be a live, sentient, faithful human being. Okay. And so you don't need, because you've got such a powerful 10th house and 9th house, and this all has to do with career. You're a powerful woman. You're very much a powerful woman. And that's not done with, but the nature of power changes as we age. It has more to do with wisdom than um, than just being powerful. Okay. So that's where uh, that's where, Go ahead. I was just gonna. I have been through such hell in my life that I basically spent all my energy holding myself together like an empty yep. shell, and yep. I'm really hoping for that that's going to that's ending and rewards will come so I can be powerful and give and also receive for the first time in my life do you see mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. well yes and and it's this interesting cancer cancer is very much a sign of um, emotion even sentiment about family and a sense of family and a sense of belonging and it's very disrupted in your chart even though that's your that's- nature and that's what you're yearning for it's very Absolutely. disruptive. And then there's a planet in your fourth house called Chiron, which it's, it's kind of a symbol of somebody who says, I don't belong here. I think the gypsies must have left me in this family. Oh, so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah. So there's that. Uh, you know, a very wise astrologer when I was first studying taught me something about the things that we struggle most with. He told me a story that doesn't make a lot of sense in some way, but it does in another way. The story is there was a, a little ancient monastery where, you know, there were not very many monks there, and one of them, Brother Juniper, was just nuts. He was just nuts. And he'd go, you know, laughing and talking and jumping around and dancing, and, you know, some poor people would come in, and he'd give the silver chalice to the poor person who came in. It's like, oh, there is Brother Juniper again. Yeah. And... um the key, the meaning of Brother Juniper being in that abbey is to teach simplicity, um, spontaneity, and being yourself even if it doesn't seem to work for anybody else. Yeah. Because your, I, your flaws are the teachers for other people, to teach them to see things differently, to teach them how to deal with a situation. We don't even know what we're teaching them, and we shouldn't be thinking about, oh, I'm teaching them this. Okay. But if we are ourselves, and if we don't blame ourselves for being ourselves, okay. we become a model of who a human being must be. They must mm. be who they are. Yeah. And when you can be a model of that, you change the world. Yeah. Yeah, so the things it. that you struggle with are part of your gift to the world. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I was terrified to do something for a woman today because I used to be punished for giving. And, and my minister said, oh, what's the word? He, whatever, I, something, the spirit, in fact, I won because I went and headed and gave her this gift and it, it did what I wanted it to do. She's, she's going to yeah. be hurting for two years. And it's only begun, and I wanted to kind of keep her heart above water, and it worked. So thank you for that. And also, I, I like that monk. I have lived in insanity um, in my own little world by being denied by my parents, my reality, being put away in mental institutions, you know, <laughs> to the depths of, of insanity, blah, 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 blah. I now want to be insane in my faith. I yes. want to live so strongly and see and feel and hear my face that I'm oblivious to the world and live that. And that's, that's what I would really like. And the key to that is accepting that whatever is happening is God's will. Yeah. It's okay. that trust. It's trust. So if you're having an awful day and you fell down the stairs and your knee aches, this was God's will. Maybe it's yeah. to slow you down. Maybe it's to make you rest. Maybe you won't know why. Yeah. And that's where trust comes in. And trust and faith are really the same word. Right. Right. It's, trust yourself. Who you are is the right person for you to be. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You're giving me an assignment for the new year. Good for you. Thank you. Happy New Year, Pat. Thank you so much. This was, you know, just very precious, and I will listen to this again and again. Thank you. Blessings okay. to you, and thanks. You're as very always, welcome. As always, Nicole, thank you for having such wonderful people. 
we got some good peeps here. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, you uh, do. You sure keep, do. Keep in touch and let us know how it all goes and unravel. Enjoy those insanity parties. Absolutely. I should start a whole thing. <laughs> I should start a whole thing. Uh, let's go next to 415. 415, you're next. You're live with Anne. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hey, thank you. Uh, this is Jessica from Pennsylvania. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let me get your birth date, Jessica. It's seven sixteen seventy seven. And do you know what time of day you were born? Yes, seven twelve PM in Manhattan. All right. Here we are. You've got Capricorn rising and sun in Cancer and the moon in Leo. And you also have a chart where everything is, not everything, much of your life is visible. Your romance is not necessarily visible. (laughs) So um, what what are the... Wait, what did you say most of my... Wait, most that was an interesting life, comment. What did you say? Most is not most visible. Most of who you are, most of who you are, it's like you see somebody and they look like a nice person and they aren't a nice person. Whatever people see you to be is true about you, except for romance. And you are very intense in the romance department and it's not publicly visible. Oh, interesting. There. Okay. I I haven't had a romantic relationship in oh embarrassing to say maybe eleven years. <laughs> so yeah, definitely it, not well, visible. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's inside of you because you still have the desire for one. You have a fantasy life. You have the wishes, but it isn't visible on the outside. You too are a powerful woman. You've got Uranus in your tenth house. You're meant to change things. You've got Jupiter, or Pluto, excuse me, in the Gawkland sector. It's a very powerful section of the ninth house. You probably had some upsets in your um, higher education experiences because of that Pluto running into people or ideas that just were trying to fit you into a mold that you did not belong to. So... Let me see. Let me look at your chart with today. One of the, well, before I wander on in all sorts of directions, I should ask you what you are wanting to ask me about. Okay, thank you. Um, well, just to follow up on uh, the statement that you said about the romance sector, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are you able to see that on how I was like, because it feels like I'm 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 coming out of that, like that I am going to be connecting with a partner soon, um, and I've been feeling it for the last couple years. Um, but we're, are let you me, able to see that in my astrological chart? Are you able to see that in my astrological chart that I was like going to have this like many years without a partner? We can see this better when we look at Indian. We can see it better in Indian astrology. So I need to enter your chart again. And to make it fast, can you give me your birth data again? Okay, seven sixteen seventy seven. Okay, time. 
7, 12 p.m.? Yep. Mm-hmm. Manhattan. Whoops. Venus, Rahu Venus, you're in a Venus cycle. Venus does have to do with romance and love. Um, Venus is in the 12th house of your marriage chart. So it's likely to be somebody from overseas or somebody who has a different cultural background than you do. And that's true about the Rahu also. Venus, Rahu, sun. Oh, you've got a Virgo to the sun. Um, you might very well meet somebody before the middle of February. And I don't know that you're going to recognize them as the person, but there's a a good chance that starting on um, May 9th of this year, that that could move into something more powerful because we've got Venus, Rahu, Mars, all in a very tight relationship with each other. So that is very likely to bring a strong relationship. I do have to say that the next thing after Venus Rahu Mars is Venus Jupiter, which is about two and a half years. And it's generally a very, very good period in life. But Jupiter and Venus are the two greatest benefics. They do the greatest good in our horoscope. But they're on opposite sides of the spiritual. Well, they're not really, but they're... Jupiter is the the guru to the gods, and Venus is the guru to, um, in India, they would call them the demons, but demons don't stay demons. They're just stupid. (laughs) They're just spiritually stupid. They like the material world. And Jupiter wants you to learn and have a more spiritual and highly educated world. And so when you have Venus and Jupiter together, they're in a bit of a battle because Jupiter is saying, "Mm, go to a higher level, and Venus is saying, I like my stuff. And so Jupiter says, well, I'll take care of that. I'll get rid of something. And so you often feel like, yeah, that's not fun. That's not fair. But it's, it's, um, it's a spiritualizing experience. It's to allow you to reach a higher level. And letting go of something that is holding you back does that. So if you keep that in mind and you start seeing some pressure about something you like disappearing, it's because a higher power is teaching you higher lessons. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much been my life for the last, like, 15 years. <laughs> that is exactly what's already been okay. happening. Well, you'll, be, you'll be well prepared for that. But this Venus Rahu Mars, I mean, sometimes people call me and say, when, when, when? And I'll say, yeah, well, in about 10 years. Well, we're looking at, you know, like four months. We're looking at May 9th. Oh, you mean when that's going to when that's going to start relationship comes in? Yeah. No, it's when oh, a significant okay. relationship shows up. Oh, okay. We're looking at between May 9th and um, and July 12th is when you're going to be meeting or realizing that this is the person. Right, which would be nice. 
You know, something that you were talking to the other woman about, um, I came in in the middle of that conversation, but I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting, the guidance you were giving her. And, um, you know, one of the things that I've struggled with for um, the last 12 or 15 years has had to do with my career and finances and getting stability with that. And it's become more intense over the last um, two years and then more intense over the last year. And um, I really feel that I'm getting to be at a good place that things are going to start popping in the physical. But I, mm-hmm. I, um, I want to release the story of, um, you know, I don't get uh, this story. Cause I was thinking about this a lot today. Like I have this mm-hmm. story that I get a lot of spiritual gifts and rewards for all the growth I go through and all the changes I mm-hmm. make. And there's tons of them that I do, but mm-hmm. it hasn't um, been so much in the physical. Like I haven't received the money and it's really been a struggle for many, many years um, to be able to provide. For, I haven't been able to provide for myself. So how does one come to peace with that, that I could let go of that story besides just saying, well, it was a period I was going through and I learned a lot and blah, blah, blah. I mean, is there anything that you're able to yes. kind of contribute there to two, that? There are two changes that are happening this year. And the first change is going to be pretty much all year. It's already started. It started in the last several months. Well, it started earlier than that because I'm looking at planet Pluto, which went from Capricorn into Aquarius, and now it's back into Capricorn. It won't be in Aquarius till next January. So, and it's at 29 degrees, and your Mars is at 29 degrees Taurus, and that means they're in trying. They're working together. But one of the things that I've learned about astrology, generally they say trines are good and squares are bad. Well, trines are an easy flow of energy, and squares are a conflict. So a trine between two difficult planets ain't a lot of fun. So we've got that going on this year. It'll clear up starting in January, and it won't come back with this intensity. But it is that same story that we referred to in a different context of something, letting go of something. One of the things that you may be letting go of is the idea of what is your career. And I'm saying that because your 10th house is ruled by Mars and also ruled in the newer sense by Pluto. And these are the two planets we're talking about. And it's letting go of some idea you may have had about love or romance. So we've got those two things going on here. So there's some challenges in this part. It's not financial challenge. And we're not seeing any difficulties with Saturn, which is the ruler of your money house. In fact, your moon is in, not your moon, as we speak today, the moon in the sky is in your second house, speaking of changes in your financial thing. And Saturn is in the second house, which is its own house. So there are changes that are coming in your financial world. Let me look at your Saturn. Your Saturn is in the eighth house. Okay, this is saying that you're, one of your largest types of income is money from other people rather than money from your paycheck, your job. It would be money, like I make money from consulting. And hairdressers make money when people pay them, you know. 
so it's money coming from other people. It can also be from insurance or inheritance or tax refunds. And we've got that energy going on for you. But the other thing about Saturn is it manifests slowly. So even though you feel like it hasn't come, because of this placement in your chart affecting your income, it doesn't show up until later in your life. I want to look at something in your Indian chart here. So you're kind of speaking about, um, that reminds me, I don't know if you're familiar with human design, but they were yeah. saying that whatever my placement with human design is, that people come into their own with career and stuff like that um, in the second half of their life or so, which is actually like where I am though now. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, it'll get I, there. Is it just... Um, I have another client who, you know, was bouncing from job to job to job, and now that she's in her 50s, she has finally hit a point where she's making good money, she's respected, she's getting promoted, and it's like it just finally happened. She just landed in the right place. Um, it's, it's a slow process. One, there, there are two things I wanted to look at in your chart, and one was which is the sole indicator for your chart, and that is Jupiter which is really, it's the highest teacher. So that's a good piece of news. And I also want to look at, um, your yogi planet is the moon. So we're not, okay. When you have periods, sub-periods of the moon in the Indian system, and I'll tell you when they are coming, and of Saturn, those are t times when money can come to you. And right now, the chart of a conversation is not a permanent chart for your life, but it is a significator. It's an omen type of chart. And we've got in your chart right now, Moon and Saturn, the two money planets in your chart, are in the house of money in your chart. So we've got some breakthroughs coming now with that Moon and Saturn um, so how long is that going to last? Oh, that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. The moon Saturn is lifetime. The fact that they're in your second house right now are two things. The Saturn is going to be in there for another mm, half a year. But the moon in our conversation is in Saturn sign, in the money house, which is ruled by Saturn. And we, when, we, when I keep saying the same planet, it means it's stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, that's an omen that says the time is now. So I think you're going to okay. be seeing that money shift this year. Yeah, I In mean, fact, that's I what I've been feeling. And don't, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, surprised yeah, I mean, to it, see yeah. it happen. Yeah. Like in, starting in February. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, you know, it, it's a, it's been a trust thing and a faith thing, and I, I really, I, I wobble between self-doubt. You know, I really have to keep going back to the trusting and, you know, it's coming, mm -hmm. keep working at it or just relax. And, you know, it's, um, but yeah, I mean, I really want to let go of that story on how, you know, we live in a world that, that, 
values money and uh, you know you need it and, and to live. Know, the other thing, the other thing, um, Jessica, is that you are running a Venus period in your Indian chart. It's a twenty-year period, but right now you're in Venus Rahu, and Rahu always creates worry and a sense of not enough. And that started in the summer of twenty-one. And from that point on, your sense of worry about money probably ramped up considerably. Um, that's going to end by mid-July of 24 this year, that worry. And you're going to feel a lot more confidence, a lot more, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It'll change. Rahu creates worries about things that aren't really, they're not real, they're not real. You can make them real. You can imagine they're real, but they're not real. And, so, and in, okay. in your chart, it's in the career house of your chart. And so that's saying, oh, the career isn't enough. There's not enough going here. And then in the career chart, it's in the money from career house. And again, it's not enough. There's not enough. How am I going to make ends meet? But it's, that's a feeling. It's not a fact. It's, it's a feeling, it's not a fact. And as we were saying before, the key to successful living is to be who you are. And what you do is you accept that you're having irrational worries right now and they will, they will go away. You know, it's, it's just as a final note so you could get on to the next person here, but you're just kind of confirming. What happened in the summer of 21 was... Um, so for a really long time, I wasn't really making much in my business at all, and mm-hmm. and I I've never been able to support myself through my business. It's always like mm-hmm. I've always had money from like it was my ex was supporting me for a period of time, then it was like my parents and things mm-hmm. like that, and um, money from other people. And yeah. I I tried, I, yeah, right, exactly. And I would try to get jobs, but nothing was really working out because I really just wanted to do my business. And there was just a lot of stuff going on. But what happened in the summer of 21 was around that time, I moved to a new state and I had really separated from my parents because it's not a healthy relationship, And mm-hmm. um, which I was already separated from them. But I was like, now I have to really provide for myself. And mm-hmm. I was really struggling. Like I moved to a new state and I, I was really struggling. Like I couldn't do it. And so that's when that worry, you're talking about that worry ramped up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean. But you're here. I, see, I mean, in a way it was a bit. What'd you yeah. say? But looking at it yeah. with hindsight, you made it, you got through it, you're alive, you, got it, you, you ate enough food, you had something over your head at night. Um, the worry was not, you were in a tight spot, but the worry that it was all going to go to pieces, it didn't happen. Right. But yeah, it was very bumpy because I went into dark places and then that was mirrored in the physical and, you know, but I was, I always had a, I always, you're, you know, it's true. I always had a place to stay. I always had food. It wasn't Mm -hmm. ideal places that I wanted to stay, um, and yeah. then I ended up having to go back to my parents and asking them for money because I then again, like kind of ra- I ran out of money. And that's yeah. where I'm now, you know, like they, they pay for my place to stay. 
So that was sort of an ego thing of like, oh God, now I need to go back to them when I was like just really trying to separate. So that's really when I was like, okay, this business is supporting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Um, what happened. I don't want to hear you blaming yourself for the the ups and downs, the waves of your life. (laughs) We're born at a time when we're going to be experiencing certain weather conditions throughout life. And it's part of our life plan to be born at a time that's going to give us these weather conditions. The way I feel about it, I don't, you can't think about these things because it doesn't make sense, but the way I feel about it is God or the source of the whatever in charge of the universe needs certain energies in this world at a certain time. And so he asks those of us who come here to choose the right time to contribute that energy. You're doing what you're meant to be doing in this world. The idea of success meaning money or a great job is a falsity. It's just not true. Success is loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And we don't ever get there in day one. But you get there a lot faster if you reject the outer idea of success. Such good. I love the way you put that, and just how we'll be reminded <laughs> for that. You know, you yeah, have something to eat and stuff. So there you go. May have not been a party, but um, we are. It's still working. Um, I just going yeah. to jump in there. Thanks for calling in and call back in. Let us know how you're doing. So I'm keeping an eyeball on the time. There's Absolutely. Just one Jennifer. more call. Yeah. All right. So going next. Uh, so last Hello? reading. Five six one. What's your first name? Where are you calling in from? Hi, this is Stacy from Florida, and um, I just yeah, I'm worried about money too and jobs. Do you know when I'll get another job? I was I I started a new job on Monday. I interviewed the 28th. I got it, and um, there were technical difficulties. The headset wasn't working. Uh, and all this stuff, and then they said, well, it's not working out. Uh, um, today they let me go. So I'm just kind of really upset. Yeah, I can understand. Let me get your birth date, Stacy. <laughs> it was the day after Christmas, December 25th. Okay. And the year? 67. And do you know what time of day you were born? Um. 6.18 a.m. And the city and state? Oceanside, New York. Okay, and I'm going to put this in the Indian system as well, so I'm going to ask you to repeat some of that. Okay. Okay, and your birth date again? December. 12, 26, 67. Okay. And the time again? 6.18 a.m. Yeah, 6.18 a.m. New York, Oceanside. Okay. Career chart. Okay. Your career is ruled by Mercury. You're in a Mercury Dasha. You're in a Mercury Venus Dasha. Okay. Um, and the sun. Okay. 
right now. Okay, we see a setback in the career because in your, no, that's fourth house, not tenth house, never mind. Um, tenth house, the ascendant is in the tenth house. I'm trying to see this. Let me look at the Western chart with today's date over your chart. Wheel. One, two, wheel. Let's see. I'm not I'm looking for what is triggering this stuff for us right now. Okay, here's a big one. The the planet Neptune, which has to do with imagination. Illusion, delusion, sometimes it has to do with addictions. It has to do with spirituality rather than religion, if you understand the difference. Do you get the Mm -hmm. difference? Yes. It is right on the planet in your chart that is, why does this happen to me? So what's happening is a very confusing period. This is going to be confusing. Let's see. Venus rules top of your chart. Venus is involved in a trying to this. Um, I think within the next month, you're going to be finding something that gives you a little more optimism. I don't think the time was right for you to get this job right now. I'm glad you had the offer, but you know, to lose it immediately is crushing. Um, but Jupiter is opposite your moon, and it's going to be over the course of the year, opposite your Venus and Neptune. And your Neptune is trining Neptune. This is such a big deal, this Neptune story, because Neptune means that you've got dreams about where your life should be. And mm-hmm. they're not happening the way you're dreaming them because of the Chiron presence. Um, mm-hmm. the, the trick about Neptune is we have, we have a tendency when this is powerful to see something or do something, it's like, oh, this is my life's purpose. This is what I was always meant to do. And it's not. <laughs> you get into it and it's not. Mm-hmm. Neptune tells us absolute spiritual truth, but the truth is for this second in time only. So it's not telling you the truth about the future. It's not telling the truth about your life purpose. It's telling you the truth about what is important at this moment, and it's absolutely true. And so I always tell people with a huge Neptune influence, don't take it to the bank. Don't take it to the bank. It's not going to help you there. So that's what you're dealing with right now is this tricky, tricky Neptune. It's like your world is more real in the world of imagination and spiritual fantasy than it is in real life. It mm-hmm. also is a message that if you have any addictive tendencies, and mine, I have to admit, are some certain um, iPhone games, <laughs> it's a good idea to to quell those and take it into. I don't have. I don't. I don't okay. have any addictive tendencies. To just good. worrying about, good. you know, yeah. jobs. I like food, well, in- but I, I'm not heavy, <laughs> you know. 
yeah. I don't, I well, don't it's, gamble it's because I don't have the money have to gamble. gamble. Yeah. <laughs> Better than some gamblers. Yeah. Um, I don't do smoke, anyway. I don't drink or anything okay. of that. Well, then what we're looking at is if you can deal with music or photography in the short term, those mm-hmm. are things that will use up. To me, I see planetary energy as energy that we've got to use or it's going to use us. And music and photography are wonderful ways to use Neptune energy. Also meditation, but you can do that all day long and not, not feel like you've done anything. So, but we can put the three on the list. I can't tell you right now where that job or when that job, let me go back to your Indian chart. Okay, Dashamsha, Mercury. Mercury, Venus. And Mercury, Venus. It goes through... October of 2026, so it should be good. You just started Mercury-Venus in December. Okay, Mercury-Venus-Sun, that's going to be helpful. It starts May 22nd, and Moon is going to be good. Starts. So when we start from the end of May, you've got really good energy. You can find short-term work or temporary work in the meantime, but you're not going to find a job that you feel like you can depend on. Um, We just got out of a Mercury retrograde, which was, I think, one of the more difficult Mercury retrogrades, so that the energy that you put into the job and it's failing has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the energy in the sky. So Yeah, because uh, there was a computer, the, the, um, the headset, the first headset they gave me didn't work. They gave me another mm-hmm. one. That didn't work. And since it didn't work, she goes, it's not working out, and I got sent home. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm yeah. just disappointed because yeah. I, because the other people that I worked with that trained, that the training group, the three other people that started when I did, they didn't want the job because they don't want to work Saturdays all day. So they're like, oh, I'm looking for another job, and then I'm going to quit. But meanwhile, yeah. I don't like looking for jobs, so I was going to stay here, you know, because yeah. it's not like I'm dating that I need that <laughs> Friday and Saturday. Well, honestly, if they are that irrational, you don't want to work there anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it was very upsetting. They, you know, yeah. it's not my fault that the, the things weren't working, and they got frustrated. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I, I just feel very upset not an about environment it because that, yeah, it, you would be upset a lot of the time if you were working with people who use that kind of illogic decision making. So, I know it's an easy thing to say and a hard thing to do, but put it behind you. It's not. It was not meant to be, and you are you, you dodged a bullet there. Well, that makes me feel good. But you said I'll be happier around May. Yeah. Toward the end of May, you're going to start getting some very good opportunities. Let's see, Mercury, Venus, Venus is right now, 1-8. There will be a little bit of better energy by the 22nd, but it's kind of a rough time in the sky. Then um, we're looking at the end of March, the 22nd till the middle of April. That's another good time. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, actually, we can take this until the middle of May, and then at the end of May, so you've got a lot of good times for jobs to come up. They're not right in this moment because the Mercury, Venus, Venus moon is not not real great. 
do you think do you see when my social life will get better because that's been on hold for years well let let's look at something different in your chart um I want to mm-hmm. look at the symbol systems mm-hmm. and what I want to do is give you the symbol system for this year mm-hmm. and see where that takes us. AC, wait a minute. Okay. This year, and see your moon is next to Neptune. This is, this is an interesting year. And the sun is zero Pisces. The sun, what we're going to be looking at is looking at little symbols that are kind of like dream fragments. And they tell us stories about how your life is going to be during this year. And the sun is one of the first places we look. So this symbol says, in a crowded, this is like the gestalt of your life. In a crowded, oh, wait, it's so almost over. It's going to be over in less than a month. So let me give the next one. A squirrel hiding from hunters. The individual's need to ensure her future subsistence and to protect herself from aggressive social elements. The need for self-protection and caution. So that's your overall state of mind for the year. Then we have another symbol that says, what is your reaction when you do anything or see anything or find anything for the first time? Like some people react happy, some people react sad, but we've got 360 ways of acting. And this is this is saying, this again, it doesn't sound uplifting, but it's important to know because, wait a minute, it's 20, it's 21. It's 21, it's going to be over in a week. Okay, here it is. The one you've been in for the last year was a disappointment, a disappointed woman courageously faces a seemingly empty life. That is over, okay? It's just <laughs> barely over. But you had that feeling for a year. This year, yes. you're coming, the symbol is a rug is placed on the floor of a nursery to allow children to play in comfort and warmth. This is the warmth of understanding which comes to those who are open to new possibilities. It's a warm appreciation of basic opportunities and even small comforts, and we can safely and happily grow into personal maturity. So that's your approach to everything, starting, I think, in the middle of next week. Okay, then what is your goal for this year? The goal. In a circus, a bareback rider, rider displays. In a circus, the bareback rider displays her dangerous skill. The audacity and perseverance required to control and play with the powerful energies of the vital, which is real in human existence. It's about virtuosity. Then we get a symbol that says, how do you reach that goal? And this is an interesting symbol too. This is the action that you have to take to reach that goal of virtuosity. 
a quiver filled with arrows. It's a person's aggressive relationship to natural life as a basis for survival and conquest. And it's about conquering your goals. So those are, those are really, really neat energy things. Now, there was something that you learned during this past year of your life that you never intended to learn, but circumstances more or less forced it on you. And that symbol is within the depths of the earth that's inside of you, new elements are being formed. This is the alchemical fire which both purifies and transforms the very substance of a person's inner life. So this has been a year of transition and transformation for you, Stacy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of next year, which if I read it now, you won't know what it means, but at the end of next year, the symbol would be a mother leading her small child step by step up a steep stairway. It's about helping the less evolved in their management of problems that society society requires us to learn. So it's about social concern, and it's it's much more a nurturing symbol because you could be the mother or the child in that. So it's it's not giving you the magic bullet today, but it's giving you kind of a timeline of that magic bullet. Does that help you? Yeah, so what I gather is... um, yeah, because I guess when when I'm at, like, in other words, when I'm getting closer to the goal of perseverance, like mm-hmm. being in control of my job, making the money, then, um, like, now it will be just stepping stones till I reach May, like a spring blossoming summer, then I could yeah. come out of my shell. Right now, it's just like the unknown, but things will get better next week, and it's just like different stepping stones will get me to that. And like you said, this wasn't meant to be. I don't know. And, you know, like you said, I dodged a bullet, but it just felt horrible because of all the technical difficulties. Of course it does. And the rejection. I mean, it just feels horrible. Exactly. Yeah, because the other people don't tend to stay there. They (laughs) they use it as a stepping stone because they didn't want to work Saturdays and – to me, I I want a job so bad. I don't care what days of the week because it's not like I have a social life going on. I'm gonna you make know, a I not just very, want to make money. I'm gonna make a not very wild guess, but I'm my guess is their reason for leaving is not just that they don't want to work Saturdays. It look it sounds to me like a very unpleasant place to work. Yeah, and plus because the phone hardly rings, and and, and you know what they said, the gal that the, the the that runs it, you know, the one that fired me, she says, oh yeah, because when somebody was late, she says, oh they never showed up. That usually happens around here, like people just walk out without giving notice. <laughs> yeah, well there you go, not well, at all. the bullet. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're running out of time, I think. We are we are already well past out of time. I let you guys go as long as I could. We've got about 30 seconds to the end. So thank you for calling in. So if you call in again, let us know how you're doing. And you've got about a minute to do some shameless self-promotion. Well, you can contact me at A-N-N-E at Stariel, S-T-A-R-I-E-L.com. And we could set up a personal reading for you that would be a little bit more in-depth and 
I will be on again in about two weeks at the last Friday of the month. We missed the last Friday of December, and so we're doing two in January. So we've got another one in about two weeks. Yay, because everything's working now and everything's good. Awesome. Thank you so much for <laughs> showing up and doing what you do and being so giving to the callers and being really uh, cool at doing these two styles of in-depth in readings. Muchly appreciating you, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. And in, okay. I'll link up at newsforthesoul.com. We're back in a little bit with more. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.